Welcome to the Become New podcast with John Ortberg. We're in a series right now called Habit, where we are looking at the daily practices that shape the people we become. If you like this podcast, you can share it with a friend or review it wherever you're listening, and that will help us spread the word. Now here's John. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it somehow. And today, I want to talk to you about somehow. I'm doing a bit of an audible. I had finished taping a video that I loved, and I was about two minutes till the end, and then the battery ran out of juice, which is because of my neglect of the habit of charging the battery. And I will redo that one because uh, the content will be super helpful. We're learning about habits and habit formation. Our lives are a mess of habits. But in between that moment and this moment, I got a call from a friend, and it charged me up so much, I just have to tell you about it. And it has to do with somehow. How do I hold on to God somehow? How do I have hope somehow? How do I do that? There's a friend who two years ago was going through a very, very difficult, bleak, dark time. And he called me up. One of the things that I'm very grateful for is that if any of us is going through something difficult, uh, it makes it possible to connect with other people. I've been able to connect with so many more people over the last couple of years than I never would have been able to otherwise, except on a shared ground of there's something difficult. And so he walked through with me a couple of years ago, a time of great pain. Uh, he had lost his job. He had worked at a church and it was a very painful parting of the ways that he had not wanted and um, that there were many, many complications attached to. And he wondered, will things ever be okay again? And I was so grateful to be able to talk to them because it felt like maybe some of what's been hard in my life, some of what I've had to learn, some of what I have messed up or experienced because of just pain that came in from the outside could be helpful to another person. And then there's meaning to it, see? And then, and then somehow in the midst of it, some of what I have learned or gone through might enable me to be with, to listen to, to help somebody else. And so we would connect periodically and those conversations were always quite deep and I always found they helped me, even though supposedly they were to help him. And we hadn't talked for a couple of months. And so I got a message that he wanted to talk again. So we did. And um, this time it was like a light shining in the darkness. And he said, I just want to let you know what has been going on. And he talked about how, you know, because of the deep things that I've had to walk through, uh, I have experienced God's presence and God's faithfulness and God's goodness in a way that I never had before. And I don't think I would have otherwise. And I said, me too. And he said, and um, because I've had to go through what I've gone through, they relocated. He said, there's a spiritual community. There's people both inside my family and beyond my family who I know more deeply and they know me more deeply. And there's a kind of fullness and transparency and closeness and intimacy and meaning in those relationships that I don't think I would have known otherwise. And I said, me too. And he said, he's quite a young guy. He said, you know, I didn't know when I had to leave that job financially, what would we do? What would my family do? And I have discovered uh, I had to kind of reinvent myself vocationally and financially. Uh, it has just been extraordinary. 
And I've gone from not knowing what's going to happen financially to making like uh, uh, exponentially more than I was doing when I lost a job that I didn't know how I would replace. And I said, I'm so happy for you. That's such a good thing. And I found in my spirit, his joy, uh, the way that he had experienced God's steadfastness and faithfulness and goodness in his life was unspeakably life-giving to me. It was a reminder of how good God is. And that doesn't mean for him or for me or for you that once we enter into good circumstances and see God's hand in them, our life is only going to be about good circumstances. Not at all, not at all, not at all. The promise is, this is from uh, the book that Peter wrote, First Peter. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, a little while, it is only a little while, no matter how old you are, it is only a little while, in comparison with all of eternity, it's only a little while. The God of all grace will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. And I realized I was watching this happen in the life of somebody else, and that fills me up with hope. This is the how. Like, rejoice in the Lord. I will rejoice and be glad somehow. How do I go about doing that? We're talking about habits. Here's a very simple habit. We don't think about it as a habit much, but it is, and you can work on it today. Romans chapter 12, verse 15, Paul says, Rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. Everybody that you see today is going to be somewhere on that rejoicing morning spectrum. Everybody is. Nobody is purely neutral. And sometimes it may be both. Sometimes it might shift from 30 seconds to the next 30 seconds. But I want you today to notice everybody and where they are on rejoicing or mourning, and then you stand with them. What I realized in this relationship was that when this young friend of mine was going through a really difficult time, I could simply be with him, talk to him, ask him questions, share my difficulty, my mourning with him, and it gave me meaning and hope. And then I realized when things were going so well in his life and it was just clear, there's new possibilities, new opportunities, new doors open before him, new energy in his life to learn about God, to be involved in a church, to be moving forward in his joy. I was receiving joy. If I love someone, then when I mourn together with them, there's meaning in that. When I rejoice together with them, there's meaning in that. You all have done that for me in such deep ways. I can never sufficiently express my gratitude. I'm so grateful for the prayer requests that come in. And one of them was from someone who talked about uh, having lost not one, but two uh, children many years apart, asking, um, what habit can I cultivate that can help me in the midst of this overwhelming grief? And I, humanly speaking, have no idea how to address grief like that on a human level. But what I do know from my own life is there is something about being with people of meeting with them in a deep place if they're willing and if God enables me to, and to be with them mourning in the place of mourning and rejoicing in the place of rejoicing 
and bringing my life with its pain and its joys together with them that does some strange spiritual alchemy and pours hope and purpose into my life. So, that's the habit. All through the day, now just think about the people that you're going to be with, people that you might talk with on the phone, that you might Zoom with, that you might email with. Look at their face. And if there's joy, try to find out why and express joy together with them. And if there's mourning, try to find out why and be with them, mourn together with them, and into that spirit with them. My friend... uh, who we've been on this journey with for the last couple of years was telling me he was grateful, not only for my impact in his life, but his grandmother is just turning 90 years old. And she also watches and listens to these. And he said, she was really excited when she found out I was going to talk to you. So granny, keep going. Way to go. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it somehow. I will rejoice with those who rejoice. I will mourn with those who mourn. Because love is habit forming. Hi, I'm Tim. Thanks for joining us here at Become New for Habits. Now, at the end of this series, we're going to sit down with John and bring him some of your questions and talk a little bit more about the topic. But we want to hear from you. We want to bring him your questions. We've heard from a couple of you, but I know there's more questions out there. So if you've got a question, You can put it in the comment box if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, or you can email it to us at becomenew.me at gmail.com, or you can text it to us at 855-888-0444. If you want to spread the word, you can subscribe on YouTube, share this video with a friend, or give us a review on a podcast wherever you're listening. See you next time.